0: Leading Britain's conversation, LBC, with Nick Abbott.
1: Uh, more of your course texts and tweets and so on about the uh, the return of the good old days, pounds and ounces and uh, pints and fluid ounces and all of that <laughs> silly old nonsense that Boris Johnson's going to announce on Friday along with the crown symbol back on Her Majesty's Pint Glasses. Uh, in order to take our mind off uh, his um, record of criminality. Uh, but first, uh, let's uh, head over to the USA for a roundup with LBC's Washington correspondent, Simon Marks. Hello, Simon. Evening, Nick. How are you? I'm all right. Not too bad. Memorial Day weekend
0: here, so it's a holiday weekend here as it is there.
1: Ah, what's, a, what's the mer- a
0: memorial for? We are memorialising all the fallen in a wide variety of wars. So there will be uh, ceremonies tomorrow at Arlington National Cemetery uh, here in Washington, D.C. So this is a, a holiday with, uh, you know, a, a very serious underpinning, but it's also traditionally seen as the start of summer. So in my right. neighbourhood at least, all over the
1: place, everybody is cleaning out their barbecues and Preparing to fire them up. Right we in this country are considering putting on the central heating again. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, blooming just, freezing To, to here. be fair we've only just turned ours off so I could on this particular uh,
0: summer's evening in Washington DC I can empathize. We've had a much uh, shorter spring than normal. We've gone literally from the central heating on in the house to the air conditioning on in the house in the space of about 25 minutes. Wow.
1: Now, you mentioned that the Memorial Day is about the fallen. I I read uh, an alarming statistic that uh, since, I think, 1970, more people in America have been killed by guns than have died, uh, than American troops have died in every Mm. American war. Uh, And it's not stopping, is it? I think there's a, a mass shooting in America every day. Well, uh, we are up to, I mean, as of uh, certainly
0: the Uvalde shooting last Tuesday, I think that was the 215th mass shooting in the United States so far this year, and we're not even at the midway point through the year. Uh, But I think that, you know, the last three weeks, as you know, have seen two mass atrocities. Uh, President Biden bookending both of them. He was in Buffalo, New York a few days ago uh, tending to the victim, to the families of the victims of the supermarket shooting there by uh, an alleged white supremacist 18-year-old who managed to get his hand on assault rifles, went to a uh, predominantly black neighborhood of Buffalo and allegedly killed 10 people, nine of them shoppers, one of them a security guard in the supermarket there. Then, of course, President President Biden headed off to Asia uh, to sit with uh, international leaders of liberal democracies and tell everybody that liberal democracies can absolutely deliver uh, on the fruits of freedoms for their peoples but no sooner had he taken off from Tokyo to head back to the United States than news came in of last Tuesday's just indescribable horror uh, in Uvalde. Uh, 19 children dead, most of them at the age of 10, some 9 and 8 year olds in There, two teachers who tried to protect them dead. Day by day, we've learnt more jaw dropping information about the woeful botched efforts by law enforcement in Texas to deal with the crisis as it unfolded today here. The U.S. Department of Justice announced that it's beginning a probe into that response by, uh, you know, the the most inaccurately named Texas Department of Public Safety, uh, which is essentially the law enforcement agency within the state's government. And tonight, uh, we're seeing, uh, you, you know, possibly defining images of the biden presidency the president has been in uvalde he spent hours once again with the families of the young victims in that shooting massacre he attended a church service to honor them and on his way out of the church as he was preparing to get into the beast you know that heavily uh, armored car that he travels in when he goes all over the country and all over the world people in uvalde can be can be heard yelling at him do something, do something, do something. And he doesn't seem quite to know how to respond initially. And then as he's about to get into the car, he clambers uh, up and holds himself up from one of the doors to the car and looks at them and says, we will. And then he gets in the car and and, uh, he's on his way back now uh, to Delaware, where he's spending this holiday weekend. But I mean, just devastating images, I think, for the Biden White House coming as they do a matter of weeks after abortion rights protesters took to the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court uh, as they learnt of that imminent, we think, uh, uh, decision by the Supreme Court to overturn uh, Roe versus Wade, the landmark decision that has kept abortion rights. Legal in the United States since 1973, and there you had protesters screaming, "Do something, Democrats!" Uh, I mean, the fact remains that Joe Biden, on the issue of gun violence in schools, is still tonight, or, or 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 against supermarkets, is still tonight a man without a plan. He keeps making these speeches in which he says, "We need to stand up to the power of the gun lobby. It's time for Congress to act. We must do something." But he has not elucidated any kind of comprehensive plan to deal with the scale of the tragedy
1: that this country is now coming to grips with. What on earth could he do though? Because the Republicans won't budge an inch. They aren't interested in any kind of uh, restriction on buying what are essentially weapons of mass destruction, military hardware. And uh, they, they won't even allow a background check to see whether you're insane or not. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And and to be
0: clear, you know, there is legislation that is being discussed behind the scenes on Capitol Hill, and Democrats uh, are blocked by Republicans at the moment, who won't even agree to two of the most minor provisions you can imagine, universal background checks, so that when an 18 year old on his birthday as as the shooter in Uvalde does uh, you know, walks into a, a, a shop and decides to treat himself for his 18 year old, uh, for his 18th birthday to two military grade assault rifles, he's able to walk out of the shop with the rifles. Universal background checks would uh, have possibly prevented that from occurring, no guarantee that it would have done, but maybe there would have been a flag in the system somewhere the other thing they're debating are these red flag laws that Oh, so controversially would allow police to take lethal weaponry away from members of the public who are deemed to pose a threat to the community. So you can't even secure agreement on that in Congress, which undoubtedly uh, ties President Biden's hands but what he could have said over the last 2 weeks is that he intends uh, to encourage nationwide protests to call for action on gun violence he could have said that very specifically he wants to encourage amnesty programs uh, in the united states california has already uh, quite successfully uh, had a gun amnesty program at one point where there's an opportunity to hand your guns over in exchange for you know a 50 or a 100 dollar voucher uh, I mean, he has no plan at all, and by contrast, we heard from his predecessor at the National Rifle Association conference in uh, Houston on Friday, who has a plan. It's a crazy plan. (laughs) It's a crazy
1: plan, but he's got a plan. And the plan is that uh, the answer to people in school with guns is more people in school with guns. Yeah, More people in school with guns and turn schools into
0: fortresses. He's arguing that there needs to be a root and branch security review at every single school all over the country. Schools need to be hardened so there is only one point of entry and exit to each school, all the others are sealed, Uh, inside doors need to be locked, he argues that schools need to be made even more secure, than airports and government buildings no one should even be able to gain access to the perimeter of a school building uh, until they've been screened by armed security guards and allowed through very much the kind of screening that goes on on military bases uh, all over the country. Uh, Now the last thing he's ever going to espouse even though actually at times during his life he has espoused it is an assault weapons ban or any restrictions on the sale of weaponry because at this point Donald Trump is absolutely uh, sort of uh, reliant on the endorsement of the National Rifle Association if he if he if he wants to run for re-election uh, in the twenty twenty-four uh, presidential race, he'll want to get that endorsement again as he did uh, yeah. when he first ran for the presidency in twenty sixteen. I thought but, they were mired in scandal. The NRA. Well, they right? are mired in scandal. It's really interesting you say that. They are absolutely mired in scandal and internal probes about uh, corruption and mis- alleged misuse of funds, and yet. They were able to mobilize 55,000 people in Houston this weekend, 280 miles away from the scene of the Uvalde shooting last Tuesday. And as far as I can see, the only person who dropped out from appearing because of the Uvalde shooting was Don McLean, the singer of American Pie. I mean, the governor of Texas sent a video message instead of appearing in person... But everyone else showed up, and so while they are, while their their punch has been somewhat reduced because of this internal scandal, they did still demonstrate this weekend that they've got enormous power and influence over the people who are members of the NRA.
1: Yeah, was Ted Nugent not available?
0: I don't, know, I don't know if Ted Nugent got the uh, got the nod. I don't know if he got the request. I'm and not sure who they filled it. There was an extraordinary moment on Friday. I mean, I shouldn't laugh about it because it is tragic, mm. but but Donald Trump. Trump um, started by asking for a moment's silence as he read the names of the 21 victims of the Uvalde shooting. And he clearly had rehearsed them because you could, you could sort of imagine that that was going to go badly wrong, given that a number of these names, the vast majority of the children were uh, Latino and Hispanic names. But at the end of each name, a bell, the sound effect of a, of a bell tolled mm-hmm. for each of the people who had died in Uvalde. But they'd evidently had to rush out and find a sound effect because they certainly weren't planning to do that, obviously, before the mass shooting. And it sounded almost exactly like the sound effect that was used in those commercials back in the 60s and 70s when the Avon lady came calling. Oh, no. I mean, it was just a bizarre sort of three or four moment minutes. But they did a moment's silence, and all the speeches uh, focused on the notion that Uvalde would not have been stopped by universal background checks, by a ban on assault weapons, that all you would be doing would be taking... Uh, guns away from law-abiding citizens in the United States who now need those weapons to defend themselves against the psychopaths like the yeah. 18-year-old who attacked the school.
1: Well, the thing they always come out with is the the, the way to deal with a bad person with a gun is a good There's person a, with a gun. And Trump said exactly that. He yeah, used he that wants phrase to precisely. arm teachers. Mm. I mean, yes. Oh, I consider they should all be
0: loud. they should all be trained in the defensive use uh, of weapons, and they should be encouraged. Uh, said Ted Cruz, uh, Senator Cruz of Texas, uh, to engage in concealed carry while they're on the job. In other words, to be packing while they're teaching. Yeah,
1: if they wanted to do that, they'd have gone into the army. <laughs> but they wanted to be teachers instead. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I, and and of course, the um, events like this just increase the number of guns sold when a democrat president become uh, is uh, sworn in then gun sales go through the roof because dinglings think that uh, that uh, the president's going to come for our guns and, yeah. and when uh, a shooting like this happens which is uh, like we've said at the beginning every single day but when a really big one happens and it makes international news then people rush to the gun shops because they fear that there's going to be some sort of rule that will take your guns away. Yeah, and just on that, I mean, I do think that, tragically, because
0: of the entirely botched emergency service uh, approach to what took place on Tuesday in Uvalde, if you're in a relatively remote rural town, I mean, they are uh, about 90 minutes' drive from the nearest big city, which is San Antonio. We learnt this week that they have, and I've never heard of this before, only a part-time SWAT team. So if you look at the Uvalde Police Department's Facebook postings, you see that they've been advertising the fact that they've got a SWAT team and it's coming into the community to learn its way around the city. Well, it turns out that they don't really actually have a SWAT team at all. I mean, it's a bit of a sort of a Potemkin SWAT team uh, that, you know, when push came to shove and there was a need for a SWAT team, they had to send for this tactical unit all the way from San Antonio and from neighbouring uh, towns and cities. If you are a family member or, or or a citizen of Uvalde, and you've watched all this go on, and you've seen basically, uh, and we'll wait for the full report, but it seems pretty clear that lives could have been saved had action been taken earlier than the uh, hour and uh, roughly seventy-five minutes, about seventy-five minutes all up that that man was in the school shooting. Um, it would be not an unreasonable decision to make to go out and get yourself a weapon because you've just seen that your town and your community, even though it spends 40% of its budget annually on policing, is woefully unable to defend your own family and provide security. So I suspect in that part of South Texas alone, gun sales will go through the roof and, you know, frankly, in a
1: way, with some justification. Uh, always good to talk to you, Simon. Thanks very much for that. Simon, Cheers, Nick. Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent.